Hi guys, welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. This is Baldo once again. I'm so excited to uh, to be presenting for you once again. I uh, get to I got to talk to Haley O'Neill. She's a friend of ours that uh, we met at uh, at Athletic Outcomes AO, a gym in uh, East Austin, and uh, we've stayed really good friends, and we've. Uh, helped each other out in business and in health and she recently well it's 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 been a project for a while now you'll hear this on the episode um left her past career and uh started a a, a new company along with a wonderful wonderful uh partner um to address mental health it's called mind bar and she goes all about the story about why this even came to be and we talked about like what sparked the ideas and and why she feels it's so important to offer uh what what they offer now and in the mental health space uh in this world because it's such a big topic right now it's 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 coming into fruition the idea that people can talk about mental health issues and and we're excited that that it's uh that it is coming to the forefront and we talk all about that and i'm excited for you guys to listen to this but also once again like everything else uh, that we do. It, it, this episode is brought to you by MSW Nutrition. Uh, you can go to their website, mswnutrition.com, and uh, and and buy some of the products. And you can use code HDYH or How Do You Health and get uh, a nice little discount, fifteen percent off. But uh, I really recommend you try out the, the products. Uh, you can customize your own vitamins. You can you know, buy a lot of the products that they already do have. Uh, and, and we do a lot of work with them to make sure that uh, they're always the highest, highest quality uh, um, vitamins available for, for everyone that, uh, that, that the body can use unlike, uh, without having any questions, unlike many other supplements that, that you just never know where they come from. You can trust MSW Nutrition. So check them out. Uh, and before we uh, do anything else, let's listen to this podcast. Well, here we go. So welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. It is a Thursday. We usually shoot on Fridays. And so Thursdays feels kind of, I wonder what tomorrow is going to feel like whenever Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, is it Friday yet? Uh, (laughs) But uh, we are speaking to Haley O'Neill today. And I am so excited to finally get the conversation with you because uh, we've, I don't know, we've been talking about your company, Mind Bar, Mm -hmm. for a while. Uh, yeah, and it's like coming to fruition, and we you starting you're starting to be a business owner. And <laughs> we were just talking about social media right now, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, let's give the the audience a little bit of uh, a little background on yourself. Yeah, definitely, and I'm super super excited to finally be here. So thank you so much for having me. Um, and and yeah, I mean we met um a long time ago with your uh, MSW lounge pop-up, getting the shots, which was really, really cool and have become friends and kind of kept in touch about MSW and Mind Bar over the years. So yeah, like you said, really excited to finally, it's finally real. It's finally real. It's finally real. So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, But yeah, it's it's been a, a lot of work and a lot of years coming. So yeah, I'm so, I'm so excited for you. But, um, so I remember, 
I don't know, maybe two years ago was it that we sat down for coffee to discuss like new marketing moves that we could yes. do. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's been a long time. It's been a long time. Right? Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I love about the How Do You Health like brand and, and the company being called that is that it's 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 about talking about health and so many different aspects about, about life. Whether that be like, yeah, we're going to get into mental health because that's a lot mm-hmm. of what, you, what you're into right now, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. Uh, but even business health, right? Like even, we, we do get into a business a lot in, in, our, in our podcast, so we can talk a little bit about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but how has that been for you now, like running the business and... and Yeah, it, it's been great. I um, have been working out of school for about 10 years now, and I think that... I've had really great jobs and I've been really lucky to to be working in kind of the tech startup space, but I've just kind of hit a point in my career where I knew I wanted to to do my own thing and kind of work for myself and follow something that I was passionate about. But I just couldn't figure out what was that one thing? Like what was the one thing that I was excited enough about and passionate enough about to take that risk to step away from like a safe, <laughs> a safe yeah. job with a paycheck and, and risk it. Cause I think it has to be something you really, really believe in, um, to, to do something essentially for nothing. <laughs> um, sure. and so, yeah, it's, it's been, you know, of course, stressful when you work for yourself and you aren't getting paid what you're used to getting paid and you don't have the comfort of like a real company, but it's also so exciting yeah. Um, and it makes the stress and everything that comes with it so worth it when you know that it's it's yours and it's something it's for something that you are starting. So I'm and, loving it, and that you're working for something of your own, right? Because sometimes you feel like you're mm-hmm. stuck in a job. You're like, I'm doing all this for like exactly. someone else. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. And it can be hard to find the motivation sometimes there. And so I think that even though now it's a lot of sleepless nights and you know mm-hmm. stresses and things like that, I I wouldn't have it any other way because I'm finally doing something for me and. That, that feels better than anything else. How long was that period that you, uh, um, you know, before you left, before you decided to make this jump? Like, mm-hmm. how long did you think about it? Oh, my gosh. Such a long time. I, that's a great question. I would say probably two or three years. Yeah. Like, if you're like, I want to do this. And yeah. like, no, I don't want to do this. I was like, actually listening to, I, I remember it so well. I don't remember how many years ago it was, but I was on a walk and I was listening to a Dr. Phil podcast. Mm-hmm. And it just really profoundly affected me. He said something like, there's no such thing as, as the only way that he would think that he failed is if he looked back on his life and wondered what if. So he was kind of like, I would rather, you know, quote unquote, fail at a million different things because I don't see that as failing because I tried it and I don't have to wonder about it. And I thought about that like nonstop after listening to that podcast and thought, I've always wanted to kind of try my own thing and work for myself. And I've had this idea for a long time. And if I don't do it, I'm going to, for the rest of my life, wonder what would have happened if I did it? How would my life be different? Um, And I don't remember how many years ago that was, but that was kind of like what made me actually do it. That was like the big jumper. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Was it like a podcast? Yeah, he has this podcast and it it was like a mini series called Living on Purpose. Oh, nice. Uh, Oh, yeah. So good. That's awesome. I love Dr. Phil. Uh, I, well, it's it's really neat to have that. I feel like because we went on a walk uh, the other day, mm-hmm. uh, and to have that like you're, when you're walking around Austin, like in the on by the lake, and mm-hmm. all the, like you go. I we like to go to squat. Actually, squatch. There's a big group of people doing squatch, doing blood work here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um, Buzzmill. 
coffee shop. Oh yeah. Yeah. So is the, that still open? Yeah. So it's the same owners. Oh cool. And uh, they have a gym as well too, and now uh, they're starting a different company as well too after this. So so it's pretty oh, neat to awesome. like. It's always like hey, like there's a lot of inspiration in, in the idea that you can listen to something on yeah. the walk, yeah, and then see people doing their thing, and and yeah, even even sometimes seeing people like stuck in traffic, which is, it's almost like. I've kind of missed it in a sense, like not really, right? Because you you can get there quickly throughout this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But the idea that there's there's things going on, right? Like yeah. people are doing things that just motivates me all the time. Yeah, I always have these like profound thoughts when I go on walks. Yeah, super interesting. <laughs> so then you made the jump, and yeah, uh, well, yeah, I always still feel like I'm making it. You yeah. know, yeah. never really feel like I've made it yet. But yeah, I suppose so. So you mentioned that. Uh, the stresses are different, mm-hmm. right? So, how? How? In, in what sense are they different? What? Uh, That's such a good question. Yeah, I think, I think. Oh, excuse me. This drink's very good. It's making me <laughs> bubbly, though. Um, yeah, I think the best way to answer that would be when I dealt with stressors at like my tech startup jobs, my other jobs. It was more so things I had on my plate like emails I needed to respond to, sales I needed to make, quotas I needed to hit, like almost like a task of responsibilities that were laid on me in my role that I needed to do. Um, whereas being the, the head of the company, starting a company, it's a different it's a different stressor because you're the one that has to figure out what needs to get done. Like you're the one that needs to create the list of, all the different things across the whole company that need to get done and what's the order of prioritization, who should do each thing, what do I have bandwidth for, what do I get somebody else to do. Um, So it's different. It's a little bit – it's stressful in the sense of you kind of feel like it's all on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, I prefer it because it can feel a little bit monotonous when you have a long list of tasks that you didn't come up with. And it's kind of like someone else telling you what to do. So there's there's trade-offs for sure. Well, I feel like it's obviously a stress, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, we spend so much energy on running a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at, on this side, it definitely feels more like I get to do all this. Yeah, yes. Than like I have to. What right? a per- That's a perfect yeah. way to put it. Well, because it's true, right? Because it's like it goes back to like, well, at least I'm doing it for myself. So I get to do all this yes. for myself as opposed to like I have to do this to keep someone else happy. Yes. It's so funny you say that because that's one of my mantras is to replace the word have to with get to. Yes. And it's been super helpful. And I mean, the perfect example of that is when you and I went to coffee a couple of years ago to talk about like marketing. I got to learn marketing. Yeah. And a lot of people would think, oh, God, I had to learn marketing and read all these books and listen to all these things and go to marketing school. But, you know, that's a, a, kind of one of those other things that comes with starting a business. Like you have to take on the marketing, you know, writing blogs, creating a website, all these things that you have no idea how to do. But if you choose to look at it with that get to mentality, it, it's like you're always learning and every day you're learning something new. Well, there's, there's, and the whole failure aspect, it's like the idea that like, well, they're just learning opportunities, right? To mm-hmm. know that you, I mean, right now, you know, we're shooting this podcast and we're doing all this and there's audio and there's video and there's three mm-hmm. sets of microphones and then there's lighting. And no, those impressive. are all things that like when I, when we were looking at like, what is it going to take to do all this? It's like, man, that's really expensive. Yeah. Right. Like, or like I can learn how to do it yeah. <laughs> and then I don't have to spend the money on that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is that trade off of like, well, should I, is it better to pay someone to do that? So yeah. that way I can like 
use my time more efficiently somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And there's a balance, right? Because after that, it's like, well, if I learn it, then I can save a lot of money mm-hmm. to then be able to teach someone that doesn't know this skill mm-hmm. a new skill. And yeah. now I'm like helping someone learn a new skill. It's going to be mm-hmm. very valuable. Plus I get to like pay less for it. Yeah, it, it's definitely a balance because there are a lot of things that I spin my wheels on and take such a long time doing myself. And then it's not even up to the level that it would be if if a professional just spent like a few hours on it. So it's definitely yeah. a trade-off of 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 that because I've had many sleepless nights trying to figure things out myself and then, you know, realizing it probably wasn't worth the the effort. Um, yeah. Well, I always feel like it's worth the effort to know that like, yeah, this is exactly what I shouldn't be doing. Because it True. goes back to like, what if, yeah. if I would have just done it and figured it out in 10 minutes? Yeah, and that's a good point. I When we were building our website, I was like, I'm going to learn about Wix and how to build a website. It's going to be so creative and so much fun to do. I love this type of stuff, picking out colors. And I was just beating my head against a, oh, yeah. like a wall, trying to drag and drop things and figure out the language. And it was not the fun project that I thought it would be. And yeah. so that was one of those examples. It was like, I'm glad I tried first because I got to kind of figure out that I don't know how to do this <laughs> and realize this is something I should just pay somebody for. Um, but yeah, something you were saying earlier, thinking about the podcast and like the cameras and the microphones in the room and all the things that you had to do. I think that, you know, one thing that's been that that's been a big key for me as far as starting a business is like it can be easy to look at something like starting a business or something a big goal or dream like that and think it's overwhelming or unattainable and so you just never really get started but if you just kind of do something like get started in some kind of way taking little bites at a time it really all starts to come together yeah, and it compounds right yeah exactly like again when you were mentioning cameras microphones lights like it sounds like a lot when you think about starting a podcast altogether, but when you break it down into those little steps, it becomes very doable. And I think that was one of the biggest things I realized starting Mind Bar was like, just do just do one little thing each day, and then you'll eventually look back, and and everything you've done will come together. You just have to be yeah. a patient human being, which and, I'm not, but I'm working on it. And that's basically what discipline is all about. Right? Yeah, like that's I I love discipline. I thrive on it. It's just like hey. You do. You're good about that. Because it's because it's true. Like you look two weeks later and it's like, mm-hmm. damn, I already I already made all this progress. Which yeah. I wouldn't. Like right now, I'm learning German. Oh my and, gosh, and that's I'm amazing. Like and it's I'm on Duolingo and it's like on. Yeah. Can you say something? <laughs> You're putting me up in the spot. What, tell me something to say and then I'll I'll say. Can, it. can you say, "Hi, Haley. Welcome to my like." Yeah, I don't know. House about that. or That's company or whatever uh, you know. I'm trying to think of simple words. Hello, Haley. Um Welcome. I don't know how to say that word yet. I mean it's welcome men, but I, I oh, yeah. the sentence structure is in, in uh different. Yeah. Or uh, I'm hungry. Ooh, I don't know hungry yet. Uh, <laughs> I, I I know like uh you're just putting me on the spot right now, but like, I know. I know a lot of words. Yeah, yeah. The next part is the is the actual like sentence Sentences. structure, which is actually pretty similar in some ways to actually there's times that i'm looking at a word at a sentence and i'm like oh that's more like spanish and then i'll use a different word and i'm like oh that's more like english sentence structure so yeah i still haven't figured out that balance yet but i know a lot of words duolingo is very like basic like it starts you with just a bunch of words like elephant apple but i think it's <laughs> it's fair right because yeah. i'm remembering these words um but so i'm just like okay i'm just gonna do three mm-hmm. three little three little rings mm-hmm. every day it's like a game right yeah and, yeah, yeah. and it takes me 20 minutes not even mm-hmm. but i've been doing that for like 
I don't know, maybe a month now. Yeah. And so it's compound. All of a sudden, I know all these words. I yeah. can read a, I can read a, a sentence and understand it. It's really more like I get confused mm-hmm. about like, what order does that go in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. know how that goes with Spanish. Yeah. But yeah, that's what, when I think about, you know, starting a business or any goals really, like just just do little things to move in that direction every day and you'll be surprised and amazed by what you can do with just exerting a little bit of a focus on it every day. Yeah, so that gets me to, uh, you have a business partner. Yes, Barbara. Barbara. Oh, I love she's her. The best. She's I know, she's so wonderful. Um, so, so yeah, so at some point you obviously had to figure out like, okay, you mm-hmm. know, who do I want to partner? Is, was that even a thought or was it just like, this uh- just... Honestly, no. So my, um, it's funny kind of, um, and for, I guess we haven't talked about what mind bar is yet. Um, so mind bar, you know, I think that in the world of health, sitting here at MSW lounge, um, things like vitamins and supplements and nutrition has come a long way. Physical health, you know, gyms, workout classes has come a long way. People enjoy it. You know, I love going to whole foods. I love going to my gym athletic outcomes. I love the community around it, but Mental health has not had that moment yet. Yeah. Um, it's expensive. You know, most people are paying $150 an hour to go see a one-on-one therapist. It can feel isolating. Um, you normally have the meeting set on your calendar way in advance. So I know for me, I've had times where I have my therapist meeting coming up and I'm thinking, well, I don't really have anything to talk about this week. And, you know, I have to pay $150. <laughs> um, and so I long time ago, long, long time ago, I started seeing Barbara actually as a therapist um, myself here in Austin. And the benefits of therapy were just insane to me. Like I got out of a bad relationship, out of a bad career. Like I just really started to thrive going to therapy. And so when I kind of transitioned out of one-on-one therapy, I started recommending a lot of my friends and family to go see Barbara as well. Because they were noticing all the positive changes in me and kind of wanted that same thing. And it got to the point where I was referring so many friends and family to her that we kind of became this, you know, little like self-help community. They would talk about what we were learning and the tools we were learning and the techniques and the strategies. And that's when I kind of had the epiphany moment again, many, many years ago, this should be a thing. Like if, if everybody could access this type, these type of tools and this type of support and community, I, I think the world would really be better, honestly. Um, and so I remember syncing up with Barbara a long time ago, just kind of saying, hey, I would love to start like a gym for mental health, like where people can come in, do group therapy classes, um, learn different skills and tools together and talk about it together. Uh, and she kind of said, hey, that's great. Let me know if you want me to help you with that. But, you know, I she had opened a restaurant in the past and didn't really want to get back into the world of like a physical space and managing that and running that. Um, she told she, I've been to the amount of restaurants. She's like, I'm telling you right now, yeah, yeah. don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like trauma. Um, and so anyways, I kind of was like, thank you for your help and support. And I went and found a location on the east side that I was about to sign. Um, again, still with the mentality of like a yoga studio for therapy. And then COVID happened. Yeah. Which like... I mean, damn, it It really flipped everything around. And so then I kind of thought, well, now this is going to be online. Um, we're going to take the same idea. It's going to be the same thing, but we're going to make it online. We're going to pivot it. And it was actually an amazing moment for us. Barbara then said, hey, I can really make an impact here. I want to work with you on this. Like if it's online, I I want to be your partner. And of course, for me, I was like, I, I don't want to do this without you. I can't do this without you. You were always kind of that inspiration. Um, and so... 
yeah, we we got to work building the website and building it all out online. And it's been amazing because we can reach more people. It's more scalable. Um, the two of us can go farther on our own than we would have. We would have had to bring on a lot of other people probably if we had a physical space and pay a lot more money. So yeah. it's been an awesome, awesome, you know, couple months. We only officially launched in May. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've just been loving every second of it. It's been wonderful. And so I couldn't long winded answer to your question. It wasn't really like I thought about, oh, I need a co-founder. Who should I think, who should I pick? Yeah. It was like, she was always the inspiration for why I was starting this. And so it just happened so naturally that we needed to work together on this. And, and it feels that way. Every time that mm-hmm. I've, you know, the last time we went out, well, we did a pic, uh, photo shoot, right? Because we were just mm-hmm. like, hey, let's go do this because it's going to help with the business and all that. And mm-hmm. and of course, I'm always there to support you because I, I love you. You're the best. And and then we went out afterwards and mm-hmm. met up with, I guess it was other Mind A couple Bar other members. members, yeah. And it was, it was neat to see that it's like okay so it's it's like your therapist hanging out with you and mm-hmm. like it's not because most of the time you think about therapy this is like hey if i see you somewhere like you gotta <laughs> just ignore like, me ignore me like, like <laughs> yeah. we can't like have or like i'm embarrassed to mention that that's my therapist because i don't want to tell anyone i see a therapist yeah and so like there's we hear stories like that all the time just from yeah. people coming here and it's like well i just want to talk to my therapist about it but but you know it's hard because I don't know what to say. I don't even know if they understand. Yeah. And and then uh, and then it doesn't even feel like we're together because I do run into them yeah. like every once in a while, and I'm supposed to ignore them. So it just feels like yes. weird. And it's like what? <laughs> I've I started a therapist. I told you I don't know if I told you that, but I started mm-hmm. therapy recently as well mm-hmm. too. And uh, um, it's it's with an online person, and, mm-hmm. and he's a good friend now too. And like we hang out, and like if we can, he lives out of town, so mm-hmm. whenever he's in town, like we like it feels like a friendship. Mm-hmm. And but at the same time, we're there for each other, which is how it should feel. I yeah. feel <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And that's one of my favorite things about Mind Barber. We're not trying to take the place of individual therapy. I think that's really important. Um, But there's this big gap of people that don't necessarily need costly medical treatment or formal therapy, um, but do still want access to the benefits therapy brings and the tools that they learn in therapy. And so what we're trying to do with MindBar is to address that gap. Um, And our membership, instead of $150 an hour, it's um, $99 for an entire month of unlimited group therapy. And I think that one of the really cool things about MindBar that people might not have experienced in their therapy journey thus far is the group aspect. Because, you know, you brought up a point when you were telling that story of like, you don't really know if your therapist understands necessarily. Um, you don't really know if they've been through it themselves. Um, whereas when you're in a group class with MindBar, you're in a class with other people that have had that same experience as you. And so it can be really wonderful to learn from other people that are going through it and who have been through it to create like a friendship with them and to learn from their experience and get their advice. Like I think that all the classes that I've been a part of, I've learned even more from the members of the class yeah. than the than the therapist a lot of the time. Yeah. And I've noticed that there's this sit when we're hanging out, um, someone is always open to like, hey, I'm going to pose this question real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and everyone's comfortable with it. Yeah. Even though it could be an uncomfortable question otherwise. Totally. Right? And uh, and I've experienced that a couple of times hanging out with you. And that's mm-hmm. like, that's cool. Because like, yeah, why not? Right? Like we kind of pride ourselves in that too, is that we people come and just like talk about whatever. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. join in. Um, well, obviously something more like 
there's issues that we don't get brought up because mm-hmm. people don't know if it's comfortable or not, but they're comfortable at your place. Yeah, we like create that your, safe space yeah. right off the bat that's like, this is what we're going to be talking about. And one of the other things that I love about Mind Bar is that we're having classes all throughout the day. So, and most of the classes have like a theme or topic. So for instance, um, there was a class the other morning on dealing with relationships. It was a 8, 8 a.m., just quick 45-minute therapy class. And I, um, my fiance and I, we never really fight or argue, but we, I was, I got so pissed at him the night before. He was driving me crazy. And it was so nice to wake up and see that there was like that class in the morning. And so before I talked to him the next day and before he came over and we talked it out, I got to join into that mind bar dealing with relationships class. And there was like six or seven other people in the class that were like, oh, I'm dealing with that too. And this is how I've seen success. And then the therapist kind of listened to all of us and said, well, here are the tools that you can actually use when you talk to your partner. You know, it's called nonviolent communication. You want to talk about your feelings, not attack them. You want to tell them, you know, why you're upset and ask if you can work on it going forward. And it was so great because I got to like kind of take that breath and pause before talking to him. And he was so receptive because I didn't like put him down or attack him. But, you know, with a regular, if I was just having a one-on-one therapist, I would have probably had to schedule an appointment a week or two out and then it wouldn't really be as relevant anymore. So anyways, to your point about like being able to talk about certain topics and ask those questions, it's cool that the mind bar classes have kind of overarching themes so that when you go into it, you kind of know that you're walking into that safe space to talk about that topic. Yeah. That, I mean, not you mentioned nonviolent com- communication. I was yes. just listening to the audio <laughs> earlier because uh, I, yeah, I, I read the book. Have, I don't have you read the book yet. I just learned about it in therapy. Oh yeah, so <laughs> it's fantastic. Book. And um, and then there's like a whole audio set. Like you mm-hmm. do a course, I guess, on it and become nonviolent communication certified. I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot about like speaking about your what your needs. And there yep. was something that he said recently about like that we should sometimes we say our needs mm-hmm. in a very much like. Uh, almost a negative manner in the sense like I'm gonna tell you what I need, yeah. And you, all, there's a negative tone because I'm already thinking like you're probably gonna think I'm needy, yeah. Or you're probably gonna judge me, and like how can you expect someone to judge you? Mm-hmm. I mean, you should expect someone to judge you if you're already setting that tone, yeah, 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 kind of deal. And there's a reference in throughout the trainings and the books that he mm-hmm. talks about like, uh, um delivering a need that you might need Mm -hmm. in a way that it's a gift to the other person. Yeah. Right. Because it's almost like I'm being as clear as possible. Mm -hmm. Not that, not that uh, clarity or non-clarity is a bad thing. It's just more of the, actually that's the idea. It's like, there's no such thing as a good or a bad thing. It's just, yeah, we're trying to to get to a safe space together. It's such a great, a great tool. I hate the name of it. I think nonviolent communication. I just, I hate that name, but yeah, I remember when I first learned about it, like, I, it it was a huge game changer for me because when I'd gotten in fights in the past with like relationships or my mom, it would be like, and my mom, like, God bless her. I still, I still talk this way to her in relationships. I use nonviolent communication, but my mom's like my outlet to be like, mom, you, you're the worst. You're stupid. But, um, but yeah, when I would get in a fight with a partner or something, it would be like, you're, you're, you know, doing this wrong or you're coming home so late. I'm so pissed. Like, why do you, why are you doing it like that? And then with nonviolent communication, it was kind of an epiphany for me because I was able to just kind of sit down and breathe and be calm and say, you know, I'm really feeling feeling sad that we haven't spent a lot of time together lately. Um, you know, when when we don't spend time together, I feel um, 
I feel lonely. I feel like there's room for interpretation of how you feel about me and where your head's at. Can we work on that together going forward? How can we work on it? And it's like, wow, I just had a whole <laughs> conversation without using the word you, which like yeah. is really crazy when you think about it. Because I used before learning about nonviolent communication, it was like, God, you suck. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Well, it's almost like putting <laughs> the blame on someone else. Right? Yeah. Like, and I think when or, people hear the word you, they just shut down because they feel attacked. Yeah. Well, it's like blame or, or either putting the blame on someone else or not taking responsibility for your mm-hmm. own like happiness, mm-hmm. right? Um, in a sense. Um, yeah. And, and mind bar, like, that's one of the biggest things that we do is teach tools, like actual tangible tools that you can take home and use. And I think that's another benefit of group therapy is like, because there's other people in the class, you have to kind of anchor it down into tools and strategies that everybody can use. Um, and so I, I feel like I actually walk out of every single mind bar class with something like that, Yeah, like which I little, love. Like a good nugget to, to Yeah, to and the guys don't even know, like Penn, my fiance, he doesn't even know. You know, I'm sitting there having this amazing nonviolent communication with him, and he doesn't even know that I was like in a class that yeah. morning and learned all of it and wrote it's it like all down. like Jedi mind tricks. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, I've been thinking about this conversation all day and practicing it in my mind bar class, and I just crushed it. That's cool. Well, it's interesting because a lot of the times whenever we try to have those harder conversations, it's usually mm-hmm. like, I don't even want to think about it. Just I know when I see him, yeah. I'm going to like, I, I'll know what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ooh, then you'll no. just like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> it comes from a place of anger yeah. and like nervousness and frustration. And we we have one of the classes that we have too is on work stress. And one of our members, um, she's lovely. She was having some, you know, complications at work where she, you know, kind of going back into the office versus remote and not necessarily getting along with her team lead and kind of how did she navigate that? And she used that same session, that kind of nonviolent communication to have a conversation with her boss about like, hey, this is kind of how I'm feeling about where I'm at at work. This is what I would, where I would love to get to. How can we work together to get me there? And you met her at happy hour and we got to kind of raise a toast to being like, hey, like, you did it. You went in and had that conversation and made those next steps in your career. So, um, I mean, I just geek out over it. I could talk about like mind bar and mental health tips and tricks all day, but I truly believe that mental health can, should, and, and is having that moment that like physical health had, I don't know, in the seventies and eighties where it's kind of has an opportunity to become cool and mainstream and something we're all talking about. And I really want to be on the forefront of that. Well, the the other thing that I feel is the reason that it's important to talk about it is because there are so many tools, right? And so many Mm -hmm. times we are so convinced that it's one thing and not another thing. So like going back to like a non-binary communication, there's a lot of talk about like we don't even know what feelings are sometimes. Like there is one that he talked because we were talking about relationships. There's one that he talks about love, Mm -hmm. right? And and it's the idea of like when someone in a romantic relationship asks – uh, do you love me mm-hmm. right and a lot of times we ask that mm-hmm. in a sense of of a feeling mm-hmm. and and he re- he explains that the idea was like well that's kind of interesting because if we're talking about a feeling feelings change all the time so mm-hmm. like do i love you when like right now or yeah. like you know yeah, yeah just in general like yeah. most of the time correct and so <laughs> yeah. it's like but if it's it's more of a of a state of like i am in love with you then mm-hmm. it i don't necessarily have to feel love all the time mm-hmm. uh because sometimes i do feel anger and sometimes i yeah. feel and and it's okay and i and then it's more of like but i need the space to figure out like why mm-hmm. i'm feeling like what triggered those feelings yeah what thoughts are going through my mind mm-hmm. that are make me 
helping me have this yeah. like, emotion that I'm not comfortable with. I think that's everything. I think that being able to identify that and talk that out is everything. I, and you bring up a really good point about if you can't really figure out what emotion it is you're, you're feeling, it's really hard to address it. Um, when I was starting Mind Bar, I kind of had a moment where I realized I should start stepping away from my full-time job. And I was feeling the word I was using is I'm, I feel guilty. I feel really guilty. You know, like I'm not giving my all to that job and that I'm not, you know, that I should be doing more there. Um, and I just feel really, really guilty about it. And we were in a mind bar class about class about work stress. And um, the therapist kind of said, well, the definition of guilty is feeling like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And I was like, well, no, well, no, that's actually like not how I feel. Like I'm so excited about mind bar. I've been, I've told everyone at my company that I'm starting it. I go to work every day with my mind bar shirt and bag. Like they're excited for me. Like I'm not sneaking around. Um, so no, I, I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. And even just identifying that emotion helped me breathe so much easier. Cause I was like, I'm not guilty. I'm not doing anything wrong. And we kind of realized that emotion that I was actually feeling was just, um, a little bit of anxiety with competing priorities because I had two competing priorities. And so I just realized I just need to walk away from one, you know? And it yeah. was like, oh my God, I just identified that emotion and made this change because I was just able to identify what I was feeling. It's hard. Yeah. Well, because then if you think guilt, sometimes you'll think like, well, yeah, you're doing, you're feeling something, something that's wrong, but then mm -hmm. you're labeling that, right? Like, mm -hmm. you're, like you're already judging that that emotion is wrong, and it's like, exactly. well, it's not. It's just, it's more of a hint mm -hmm. of what's going on inside you, and mm -hmm. and then and then you can find a solution, right? Exactly. Which is like, oh, if I can find solutions, I can run a business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're all feeling those different emotions, like, like you said about love, like. Yeah, it, it would be crazy if we all didn't feel moments with our partners where we're like frustrated or angry or in an argument. And so it's it's nice to create that safe space like with a mind bar to be like, hey, it's okay if today you're like more – you might not feel the emotion of love. You feel anxiety. You feel – you know, you feel at odds with somebody or you feel frustrated. Like, wow, here's four other people that are in this class with you that are feeling that same thing. And I so I think that when you can – feel less alone in what you're feeling and talk to other people going through the same thing, it gets rid of a little bit of that anxiety because you're like, it's okay if I'm, you know, stressed out about work or if I'm mad at my partner, or if I'm not necessarily feeling like my best self this day because, wow, look how many other people feel that same way. Yeah. You know? And it's almost easier when it's in community, right? Which I think yeah. community is a need as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you, would, you would imagine yeah. so. That, that's one of the, the other biggest things about – um, mind bar that's really different is kind of our blend of uh, online and in person because you know we we really do want to create that sense of community and introduce people as friends introduce people that are our members because they're all pretty like-minded I mean these are all people that are already working on themselves and who want to get better and want to improve and so we're doing um, uh, self-help book clubs that are meeting sometimes in person. Nice. We're doing member happy hours, member meetups and events. And again, we only launched a couple of months ago, but we've already been really, really enjoying our in-person events, exchanging numbers with people um, and kind of creating this community of people that, that want to learn and grow. Um, it's Barbara and I's kind of like, we laugh thinking about the future, like five, 10 years from now. Yeah. Um, and we would love for like, 
couples to meet at Mind Bar and yeah. for relationships to form. Because it's like, talk about the most emotionally mature way to meet somebody else. Well, imagine <laughs> like a like a part, like almost like a well, sure, like 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 I'm, I'm imagining right now. I'm picturing right now like big ballroom and like there's yes. people are dressed up and having nice, and then like one of oh, y'all goes yes. up and they're like, "All right, guys, the topic of the hour is like," and then whatever, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then everybody's just like mingling and having fun and having these I like love that. cool conversations, yes. like like intimate conversations, yeah, uh, with strangers, and, and so I can see that, like that. I like, love that idea. <laughs> Think if you could get a bunch of like really influential people in a room for a conference and or an event. And they're seated at tables instead of them talking about, you know, these things are important. I'm not trying to put them down. But instead of talking about like politics and weather and travel, it's like, no, like, let's all talk about, I don't know, when the last time you really struggled at your job was and like being able to to just open up those conversations. I, I never thought about it in like a ballroom capacity, but now I'm really well, yeah, this is like This is like the yearly tie. gala. And <laughs> I like, love it. And whatever. And like, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, yeah. I love like themed parties. Like yeah. you know, doing, for our grand opening, we did red carpet and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, but to add that element of it would be mm-hmm. really nice. I think it happens anyways, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. Or every once in a while, like in a big group of people, I'm sure someone's having like an intimate conversation mm-hmm. like that. Um, but it's cool to, to have it almost like you're, this is the reason that we're going. I love that idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do that. We do all kinds of like, we do all kinds of stuff like that with our small member base now, but I would love to see that, to see that grow even more. Yeah. Um, so I'm very, very excited about that. And I hope that people can join and be brave to talk about the things they're going through. Cause I promise it's such an amazing feeling yeah. when you do. Um, so, so are you guys doing anything like bring your, um, bring your partner to this event kind of deal yet people can bring people yeah people can come to a class either virtually or in person and bring someone bring a friend bring their partner like we're in this great spot right now only being a month and a half or so into launch we're like we just want people to know about us and to experience us so we're giving away our first month for half off so it's like 42 dollars for unlimited therapy um or unlimited mind bar classes in person and online so yeah like Maybe down the line, we'll have to get a little more strict about it. But right now, we're like, oh, my gosh, like we just want to help people. Like sure. that's that's what drives us and what I hope will make us successful is like at the end of the day, both Barbara and I are driven by wanting to help people and as opposed to the other things that come with starting a business. So, yeah, like bring – come and bring everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? It's 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 all yeah. about the community and having, having oh, the yeah, blast. Oh, yeah, love and, it. And getting to learn some new tools, right? That's cool. So then – um the future right like you see you see yourself already running this for you and barbara doing this we talked about just a maybe like a big event kind of deal Mm -hmm. uh what what else what other what else are you looking forward to that's a great question um i would love i mean i would love to see mind bar i mean obviously get really really big and have tons of members all across america and the world and then if that were to start happening then we would kind of look at, let's say the U.S. as an example, and look at the states that have the most members and hire kind of people for those states to be the kind of in-person event coordinator in those states. So let's say let's say we had like 200 members who lived in Portland. We would hire like a Mind Bar events liaison in Portland who would do, um, you know, maybe like weekend retreats, member meetups, um, plan the book clubs, plan events with like local companies and things like that. Um, and then we could maybe do like an Austin, Portland weekend retreat with all the different cool. cities. So like I see hopefully as we expand and grow further um, 
to to do more in-person stuff, to connect more people, to do more retreats and workshops. Um, and yeah, just kind of create a community around like, I met this person at Mind Bar, this person and I were working on this together, I went to this retreat. Like I want kind of mine in my ideal vision of a world, I want Mind Bar to be like a name that people would recognize and know and know and associate it with learning and growing and associate it really positively because to me it's it's not even just about mind bar it's to me about people being proud of working on their mental health like that's that's what i hope mind bar can be is people being like oh yeah baldo i met him at a at a in a class on um you know working on my relationship and people are proud to talk about that instead of like oh that's my therapist over there or somebody I met in a therapy class, but I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. I mean, well, cause we, we take, do we do pride thing on mm-hmm. like how our physical bodies are, right? And so yeah. then we go to the gym and we yes. go all that stuff. And you mentioned how like originally that's what it was, where it's like, uh, you want a gym for yeah. mental health. Um, so yes, yeah, so I enjoy that. I mean, I think that that's a very positive um, aspiration, right? To, to, mm-hmm. to have it where like people are so proud to like be working on their mental health. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can create anything, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to. And it's just about, I mean, I don't know. Would you say it's 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 a lot about attaching into your emotions and, and, you mm-hmm. can, and that you can, like, keep going forward? Yeah. I don't want to say despite of them, but mm-hmm. probably because of them. Yeah. Or with the help of them. Exactly. And, and being aware of them and recognizing them and honoring them. Um, a lot of our classes and services also include, like, breath work and mindfulness work and meditations. And so I think just being aware of your emotions in general and honoring them, um, that would be kind of my future goal for, for mind bars, just for people to, to do that and yeah. to be proud of it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy so. though, because, uh, you know, like I said, getting to see you do all this and, and like I said, every time that I've hung out with you guys and it, it's been such a blast, such a blessing. Uh, and, uh, I, I would hope that so many more people get to experience the same type of mm-hmm. experience because, uh, it's, it's valuable and it's a, and it's good for you. And then, yeah. uh, but, uh, and it's fun. I love it. I love going to the classes. I love the people I meet there. I love what I hear. I love what I learn. I really enjoy it. So I would, you know, encourage anyone listening to this who's been interested in therapy or mental health, um, just come to like one class, come to a class, see how you feel, see what you think, see what comes up for you. What uh, places they can find you and all that? Yeah. So our website is um, mind-bar.com. So M-I-N-D-bar.com. We're also on social media, Instagram on my is mind.bar. Um, and then, yeah, my, my Instagram handles Haley Holland one, um, people can reach out to me directly. Like I love connecting with other people and telling them about mind bar. And, um, you know, if you ever want to like recommend an event or a book, like I love all that stuff. So you can either connect with me directly or, um, go to our website and sign up for the first half off month or DM me about attending a class or again, we just want to be accessible. Um, that's our biggest goal is to like revolutionize mental health care and make it accessible to everybody. So reach out to me, reach out on the site, and we'll give you a chance to try it out in whatever way you can. That's awesome. I I got to give one more shout out to, to or one shout out to our, our friend um, Joe Lindley. Did mm-hmm. I tell you about this forwards movement? And he's also, no. so we had a, we had a, um, uh, what's it called? A fundraiser here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to raise funds for, uh, 
for mental health awareness i'm definitely going to connect mm-hmm. you guys uh i think we shot a uh, podcast with him well we released a podcast of him two weeks ago because he's biking across america oh my gosh he sounds like an amazing so, human being <laughs> on my birthday july 15th in two weeks uh oh, wow. well two weeks from now that's my stepsister's birthday Oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah! She's <laughs> she's got to be awesome. I'm gonna, she is awesome. I'm doing a road trip north because that he'll be because he's um he's going from the east to the west, mm-hmm. um and I don't know he'll be around the middle somewhere mm-hmm. uh, of his bike ride um during my birthday. So I was like, okay, th- I'm gonna take a weekend trip and go oh, go fun. bike with him and and help with the idea of like you know mm-hmm. raising awareness for mental health. I love that because it's it's so important and mm-hmm. uh, I definitely. You guys need to connect for sure. Yes. Um, and, and that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, but but it's important, and we support it. And I think that if you feel like there's anything you've ever wanted to speak to or speak about, mm-hmm. do it. Um, find someone to do it. Find us. Connect with us. Connect with totally. Haley. Um, and uh, and honestly, the more comfortable it is, like I think, well, and the more community there is behind it, I think it's the easier it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's what we want for everyone. Exactly. And and making it affordable and making it accessible so important. I think, and I'm experiencing this now starting my own business. A lot of times it's the people that have the least money that, that need it the most because, you know, financial security is a stressor. And so um, I love that MindBar is removing barriers so that hopefully everybody who wants those services can afford them. Yeah, no, uh, and you're totally right because mm-hmm. sometimes a lot of those uh, stressors yeah. are related to. Th- I mean, even it happens even running a business, obviously, like it oh, yeah. it, it happens all the time, and then yeah. and then you make that extra money, but then there's extra levels you want to take your business to. So then it's oh, like, yeah. okay, so then that stress comes back again because like I need to reach this new level. Yeah. Hey, but it's all progress. And yes. I actually just bought a book that I haven't started reading, but it's called uh, Stronger by Stress. Ooh, um, maybe we can book club mind bar book club it. It's thick Uh, (laughs) and there's a lot but we can i mean maybe a couple of chapters here and there um but there's also a lot of physical there's a lot of reference to the physical stress but it's Mm -hmm. just about taking like we grow with stress Mm -hmm. Um, yeah it's what's a necessity almost but uh but again sometimes we just see it as such a negative thing when a lot of times it's just a little warning and a little like Mm -hmm. hey like it's kind of like you know a sail Mm -hmm. ship or whatever trying to like yeah i tell myself like how boring would life be if you were never changing if you were never stressed if you if you never felt that like life would be a little boring and i think that you've got to have a balance of it for sure you don't want to live your life in stress and agitation but if you never feel that at all i mean well then how can you appreciate the really good times right exactly uh, like i'm getting a i booked myself a massage today and i'm like oh my gosh like You know, so I saw it for me, it always comes back to that. What do they say when you're an adult? You say like all the time, it's all about balance. Yeah. But yeah, like I love having a little bit of stress. I think that means I'm growing and I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So always. Yeah. Well, it was so lovely talking to you and having you here and uh, we'll, uh, we'll check in pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I loved being here. It's such a cool space. Of course. Thank you. <laughs>